Welcome to Astronomica, a podcast about tips on where to rub the chip dust off your hands so that people won't realize you're a filthy animal. And also playing Stars Without Number. Pants? Surreptitious <laughs> napkins, you call it for short. <laughs> oh, there we go. My tip is to just continually lick your hands. You never yeah. have to worry about residue of any kind. You know, when I was a um, practicing field archaeologist, <laughs> if someone came back without a sock or without a shirt sleeve, <laughs> she didn't say shit. When I was a practicing trailer dweller, say... Yeah. When I was a practicing field master batologist, we would just use leaves. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like with the archaeologist, the wealth of answers you could get is really interesting, right? It could totally be master patology. Master patology? Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> That's not how it works. Uh, we, we always just called it. <laughs> we always just called it jerking it in the woods. <laughs> Yeah, if you're if you're an yeah. amateur, if you're an academician like myself. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Astronomica. Song to the tune of Dancing in the Dark. <laughs> Weird fucking place. I'm Kristen. I play Dr. Hildegard Hypatia Cade, uh, ship's communications officer, and uh, I've decided now the uh, moral compass for the crew. You say that every time, and it gets none truer. <laughs> One day, I live in hope. The rest of us will descend further into madness, and you will be left. I'm the Star Daddy. Everybody say hi, Star Daddy. Hi, Star Daddy. Hi, Star Daddy. Hi, Star Daddy. Salutations. Behold how we leap to stands every whim. Yeah, sorry, Star Daddy. There was a chip in my mouth. I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. I'm Colin, and uh, I play Mackie less and less every week <laughs> as he slowly takes over my personality. You got the names right that time. I I'm did, real yes. impressed. Well, you know, I've been practicing in the mirror. <laughs> uh, I'm Cullen, and I play Anton. And um, if you've made it this far, you know what he's all about. I'm Katrina. I have been guesting playing a character called Big Nikki, who yeah, is big and She's- a Nikki. The guest with the best. So far. I am unequivocally the best guest you've ever had on this podcast. True. 100%. I'm going to hold on to that until someone comes to take it from me. as our first, you get the you never forget your first thing going for you, too. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool, right? The back of my mom's Astro van. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> Did you fuck your mom's Astro van? Yeah, I know. Hell <laughs> yeah, brother. It's a back, though. Well, it had a really hot woman riding a unicorn airbrushed on it. <laughs> That's so, not yeah. what There's tell And she was saving herself for marriage. Documentary <laughs> about this. Thing. If the Astro vans are rocking, don't go around the back because Cullen's got his dick jammed up the tailpipe. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all really always take what I say and just really run. Oh, that's how the game is played. Yeah, uh, you don't the ball. Everybody else spikes it. <laughs> also, I'm Jeff, and I play Grace the ship and Murray the medbot. What up, dog? Hopper. Hello, Murray. Hello. Who is this Murray? He's Murray to his friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> Do they call you Maurice? Pompatus oh, nice. is not a thing. <laughs> And this is Abbott and Costello's Astronomica. I just figured, based on everything about you, you would have been more into the Marx Brothers. I like the Marx Brothers quite a lot, but I've got I got a soft spot for Abbott and Costello. I grew up slowly over years destroying a VHS copy of Abbott and Costello's Jack and the Beanstalk, mm-hmm. which is nice. great. Now everybody knows how old you are, mm-hmm. yeah. which is very it was old when I had it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all. Just a note on today's audio before we get started. We live in Memphis, 
It's hot in Memphis. Very, very hot. So this audio was recorded on one of the hottest weeks that we've had so far, and you might hear some fan noise in the background. But hey, since uh, this week we'll be road tripping across the Crocean Desert, just imagine that it's the soothing sounds of the death cab for cutie plowing through the desert. Hopefully that audio doesn't give you too much trouble, and uh, in the coming weeks we should be a little bit better with that, but when it's hot, you gotta have fans, and that's just how it is. Thanks, and we hope you enjoy. Previously on Astronomica, nothing happened. I have been sitting in dry dock for a clam-damned month now, and nothing has happened. Sorry, wrong in-character perspective. Previously on Astronomica, the crew temporarily suppresses their urge to leave every authoritarian institution in flaming wreckage and agrees to do Sultan Romero's bidding. They escort a shipment of water to the surface, ready to pick up a delivery of gasoline in exchange. Anton tests out his sweet new ride. Big Nicky shows a surprising familiarity with the customs of the locals. Perhaps they are the Kwisatz Haderach of prophecy, who shall know the surface ways as though born to it, because they certainly have never been to the surface, and they definitely were not born here. Mackie moralizes to the demonyms. Sorry, pejoratives. Sorry, sponge munchers. Sorry, mongos. Wait, really? The politically correct term is really mongos? At any rate, the lecture about the dangers of water addiction does not receive its due attention, which proves relevant as it is soon revealed that the Mongos do not have the requisite gasoline for the exchange, as it has been stolen by giant silver people called the... Wow, okay, they are called the Goonies. I am not just calling them that, that is what they are supposed to be called. This planet's demonyms feel like they were crafted for a Norman Lear project and then taken out of context several decades later. Dr. Cade does what she does best. She simultaneously subverts the authority of a despot while wrangling the crew into agreeing to a mission that will help a populace by delivering injudicious violence. Big Nicky is initially reluctant, but Mackie does his Great Satan routine and tempts them with the prospect of fun. That is Great Satan not as in the late-stage, pre-collapse America Great Satan as it was known to some members of its world, but Great Satan as in a Satan who is great. The Mongos, wow, I still cannot believe that I am allowed to call them that. The Mongos allow the crew to borrow a war rig that is so badass and so sweet. Anton even stows his fighter so he can ride on it. This also puts him in close proximity to the wiles of a lovely Mongo. Is love in the air? No, it is not. There is only the stench of various toxic sulfur compounds. Anton does not seem that interested, but the rest of the crew will nonetheless continue to act as though he is some kind of relentless Lothario. The crew takes a heading toward the distant city of Giants and rides across the desolate wastes to fuck a chicken. All right, you're on Death Wag for Cutie. It's got rib cage pipe organ. Hell yeah. Tank treads with shredder blades. Yeah. Yeah. A horny skull. Both senses. Yeah. <laughs> Battlements on a flatbed, crenellations, a badass foghorn, and of course, a double oven. <laughs> <laughs> because you took the uh, look, you, you took the base camp's cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you need to make chicken nugs and tots yeah. at the same time. <laughs> I want to say I understood the assignment. It's what I, I think Nikki would be super upset reheating frozen chicken nuggets. <laughs> This is a waste of my talents, y'all. <laughs> Fish sticks? This is a callback. Now I'm cooking with them time. 
I've recently discovered a new brand of fish stick. You can get them at Costco. They're labeled Ultimate Fish Stick. And that's not a fucking misnomer. It's like they took actual fillets of cod or whatever the fuck it is. And then like beer battered them. And then froze them. And they are truly phenomenal. And the latest iteration of the, the patented... I've been a poor person my whole life and like to eat good food. Fish stick sandwich is marbled rye, Swiss cheese, the standard mayonnaise and hot sauce aioli, if you're feeling froggy, <laughs> and then like eight of those motherfucking fish sticks on the sandwich, and oh, yeah. uh, shit slaps. Shit slaps I real hard. petition for this recipe to make its larger debut. Nerd camp. Uh, I, can, yeah, I, I, nerd camp. I can nerd camp. I, I can collectively buy all of that shit. To nice. make food for 30 people for $10. Yes. <laughs> yes. I Counterpoint. <laughs> Counterpoint, though. You've yes. given out the recipe here yes. on the air. Let's get a super fan to make them and mail them to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what could go wrong? <laughs> so Death Wag for Cutie <laughs> is uh, rumbling across the, the desert. Again, the skies above are clear and blue, but there is this like dense fog that's about a foot deep that just stays glued to the surface and it kind of ripples like the ocean so you get this sensation of uh it's kind of like it feels like you're on a boat except it's extremely bumpy <laughs> okay so you're on a boat that just hit a sandbar basically is what it feels like all right gotcha. is our passage disturbing this uh it is it's swirling it's swirling this uh huge wall of fog behind you that you're certain that anyone like you must be able to see movement from miles, miles away, away. Mm-hmm. based on that. But also, it would be almost impossible to get eyes on someone that you were chasing. Like you. Oh. Is it a scene of harsh but fearsome beauty that makes us feel as though we are cockroaches scuttling in the halls of Versailles? It would, except that it smells so much like rotten eggs oh, man. <laughs> that it kind of destroys any kind of poetic. Can okay. well, I ask a question of our desert-dwelling companion? Yeah, Brilliana. Yes. I want to ask Briliana if anyone that she's aware of has ever had a conversation with these giant people, these goonies. No, I don't think they're verbal. Oh, has anyone tried? I mean, they attack on sight, so... Okay. I was just curious, you know, We mostly just try to avoid them. You know, I... All the parents is the contrary. I tend not to just like walk into a place and start shooting people. I'd yeah. like to at least, you know, get a bead on the situation first. I mean, they're not like it's not like they're all over the place. They're they are a very local hazard. So oh, generally okay. we just try to avoid the silver city. They're just giant people? Um or like they look like people, they're like, you know, they're flesh. They and- look kinda like people. Oh I've only, they look- I've only seen them through a scope, so Do they look like Big Nicky? Because no. Big Nicky's big. Big Nicky has nothing on the Goonies. All right. All right. Only seen them through a scope, but they just stole a bunch of gas from everybody? Well, I mean, she's shooting at them with the Oh, scope, I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hopper would like to scan the gas that surrounds us. Okay. Uh, give you a medicine check, or a heal check, I should say. Sounds good. That's a 13. Okay. It is a toxic mixture of gases that seep up from uh, tectonic activity, pollution, and uh, 
a strange form of uh, microbial life that is extremely dense. I was imagining okay. this whole fucking scene wrong. It's just fucking L.A. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so if there's microbial growth, is any of it bioluminescent? Are we getting those like cool like wave bioluminescent things going on? I didn't plan for that, but yes. Awesome. I'm glad you mentioned it because that <laughs> totally is what's going on. Very cool. <clears throat> Smells like rotten eggs, but yeah. it's extra magical. Yeah, and as you, um. th- when they get disturbed, that's when they light up. So you, uh, your trail behind you looks like glowing vapor. Yeah, hmm? we, we landed during the day, so it's still yeah, during it's still, the day. Still so it's still kind of a glimmer, but not like lighting up. Yeah, we right. we so, started off early at 11 a.m. Yeah, can you see the orbiting the butt uh, crack of noon palaces? From the surface? You can when you are near one. They are in low enough orbit. Like, Sky Mall would probably be very bright and... Right. <laughs> like, if you were lost. <laughs> Trying to think of uh, something to compare it to. Let's see. Like a low For the most plane. part, it's kind of like if you look up and see the Goodyear blunt. Gotcha. Okay. Like that's about the distance that they are from the surface. Okay, cool. Okay. Far. So, yeah, as we're... Moving along the surface, I think we said Mackie was driving the old wagon. It is that cool with the locals? And they've never met me. This is Death Wag for Cutie. <laughs> I'm sure they're attached. Mackie's to it. been are dragging a wagon the whole time. Y'all don't know how <laughs> about like this thick boy grinding gears, or are you moving through? I would like to think that he has a preternatural understanding of things mechanical, and he's probably just like. You know that you know the dude in Con Air who's like, I'm going to drive everything they steal. He's <laughs> yeah. that guy. Well, you don't have to hair. just like to think it. You can make a character based on it. So roll me a pilot check. <laughs> All right, very good, sir. I think that'll make a difference as to how comfortable they are. Yeah. <laughs> just like grind it yeah, out. Yeah, this is not to determine whether <laughs> oh, I can make a This is just dull. Uh, Eleven on the dice. What? Yeah, no, they're like, okay, he can do every that. time. That's fine. Every time, Brilliana like leans over to be like, hey, you, you have to. Oh, okay, you got it. Yeah. Every uh, tip she tries to give you, you like, I got this. I got this. You're just doing donuts in the gas. (laughs) Do not worry about his aptitude. He is one with the machine. (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) dark callback as it happens. Uh, Hey, uh, Big Nicky. Yeah, Mac. I'm sorry. I I want to interrupt real quick because what is the layout of the situation? Because I know you're in the cab. And oh, I think yeah. we established that yeah. there's like a hatch. I was thinking like, like the sliding glass on like an old pickup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think but maybe that's like the only, like to get into or out of the cab, you have to like climb. You have to go through thing. that. Cool. But having sat in the back of a lot of pickup trucks, mm-hmm. somebody tall enough can be shouting and be only about eight inches from the ear of the driver. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, who has control over the ribcage pipe organ? It's I mean, I, I can. It's fine. <laughs> but I, uh, I have a, a very clear mental image, right? Because we discussed the fact that it's on, like, treads with, like, big rivers yes. on it. So imagine a flat bottom half of an A1 Abrams, like a big flat tank tready thing uh-huh. with a just 1950s Chevrolet pickup sliced <laughs> in half and stuck on top of it exactly. is, like, the it's cabin good. controls. And then All it's right. got, like, the battlements. That's I'm, what I was I'm imagining, <laughs> like, a supersized El Camino. Person. Fuck yeah. yes. yes. Never mind anything I've ever said it's before in my entire hell life. Hell yeah, Camino. <laughs> there are more than one car. Like we have to save some cool names. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe well. a Ranchero, but yeah. Rancheros are still dope. Any kind of crook I'm into. I've wanted a crook since I was a wee lad. So I think it establishes we could have a conversation, but it's gonna be more of a yeah. Hey big Nikki! Yeah, Mac, how's it going up there? It's going pretty well. I mean, I'm, I'm having fun. I don't mind telling you. Hey, I saw you with the uh, with the younglings back there, giving out your uh, baked confections. Under normal circumstances, 
that would have creepy connotations, but you make it wholesome. I'm impressed. Well, we all got to eat, and, you know, these babies don't deserve this. It's, it's dry, and it's dirty down here. I don't think anyone deserves to stay down here in this. So, uh, you see these people? Yeah, I see these people. I mean, do you... Those you, people. You see them? Do you wonder, uh, hey, maybe that one's... That one's kin to me, right there. Maybe that's my cousin, and I don't even know it. Why would I think that? <laughs> I thought... I we... live up in the palace. <clears throat> but yeah, but didn't you come from here? What? Oh, Big Nicky, I'm sure that you have noticed with your facial features and your general structure. I haven't noticed anything. I don't know. Very no much resemble some of the peoples that we have seen here. Certainly you have grown to a larger stature, probably because you have a, have had a greater access to calories. But uh, there's Dr. something Cade. about the cast of your features that is uh, very Dr. similar. What? Do not Dr. let Cade. her engage in phrenology. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in my rear view, I maybe don't maybe don't pursue this line of inquiry. <laughs> and Big Nicky just just looks at you and points at their ears and goes, "It's too loud! It's too loud!" And oh, oh, the Big children. Nikki. Wait, do we have children on this? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. we don't have children. No, no, on this no, no, no. Okay, before, okay. before we left, I don't know. We should roll to see if any of them were on here. No. Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah. so Nikki like, just pulls a out a, a piece of dough and is like, this is, this is too loud. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. It just begins quietly and angrily, not just to knead, but rip the dough. Just rip it and smash it together. Just, I can't. It's too loud. Can't talk. All right. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Anta. Uh, listen, I have a little uh, extremely localized mission and uh, you're kind of the only guy I trust. Oh, okay. What's up? I'm feeling really underdressed. Do you think you could get me like a spiked mohawk hat, or a spiked shoulder pad, or a spiked eye patch. <laughs> Something with spikes on it. I, um, we'll see what I can yeah, do. Yeah, see if you can just borrow one from, uh, from one of our hosts. Um, uh, they look like they got spikes in despair. Speaking of missions, it occurs to me that I, and possibly other people, have not set goals recently. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> I kind of, I stole a goal. Because it's a world. I stole a goal from Star Daddy. All right. right. So I'm going to go ahead with a simple one right now because I've been, I was waiting for the hook to set mm -hmm. our goal. And now that we're well and truly on that sucker. And Colin said the word of the day. Yeah. Um, Colin said the word of the day. Mine penis. penis. <laughs> it's not the word of the day. We just How always make penis that. Penis is the word of the day every day. Why can't it be vagina no, no, no. sometimes? We just react right. that way when Colin brings his penis into the situation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to keep it simple and just say find the Goonies. What? Fuck it. I'm going to say find the Goonies, too. Uh, I'm going to say uh, finish refitting the Grace and get all the crew members off this rock. Okay. For your short-term goal? Okay. Uh, I have both... Jeff, a, you're a man of honor. I have both a short and long-term goal. Okay. Oh. Um, my short-term goal is to recover the gasoline and give water to the surface people. Uh-huh. And uh, my long-term goal is to depose the Sultan... <gasps> Mm. Oh shit! My uh, Wait, new short-term goal is to depose the sultan. <laughs> uh, not depose, as in I want to be the new sultan. I mean, I want to crash his fucking sky yep. palace into the ground and okay. give the people on the surface a fucking chance. Not, not usurp, depose. Yes, yes. I mean, crash okay. into the ground. They might need it to keep operating, but Mackie, you know, give them control of it. Mackie has a way to augment this plan that I think you're going to find is super dope. I'm not going to bring it up now, but ask me about it at the appropriate time if you would be so kind. Okay. Hey, Big right. Nicky, what's your goal? Now, these goals that I have to ask, should they be in character or should they be in the kind of player's goals for... Whatever character? you choose. I mean, I feel like the shorthand is that, like, Big Nicky came down here for a reason. Yeah. So, like, Probably Big known only to himself or to themselves at this point. 
I think Big Nikki's goal would be to find peace with their background. Yeah, like inner peace. All right, that that sounds like a long-term goal. Okay. There's two kinds of goals. There's the Mm short-term goal and the long-term goal. Long-term goal is a way I think of it. It's something that's like driving your character's main... There's the episode arc and the season arc. Yeah, that's a good description. So like for for Hildy, her long-term goal, which is from the beginning of her character, is to make first contact with a non-Terran sentient. That may or may not ever happen. Her short-term goals have all been things that have to do with the immediate action of what's going on. In that case, Big Nicky's goal would be to keep any of these stranger idiots from killing themselves in a place that they do not know. Okay. Mm. We're surprisingly good at not dying. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And it seems like a softball, but that's exactly the reason Nicky came down here is to make sure you had enough calories and that you didn't wander into something that you don't know about and don't understand. Like a big giant fucking desert. (laughs) That looks gooey and large. A sarlacc, you say? That sounds tasty. I'm going to go jump in that pit. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Hildy is definitely in team. I'm going to die from trying to pet that. So. Boba Fett, can you describe the mouthfeel of the sarlacc? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be sarlacc? Can you describe the mouthfeel of the Boba Fett? I mean, I don't know. And if you think you've achieved your goal, just be like, hey, I think I achieved my goal. What do you think? And that's how you get experience points, which that's is how you improve. How do you get those numbers on your sheet to go up? Well, I, w- I would I like know. to... Um, Per Mackie's request, see if I can't ask uh, Brilliana to help me scrape up some uh, some cool like desert raider gear for old Mackie. I have an idea in my brain, mm-hmm. and it's like an aviator's cap and goggles, and it's like a like a big like white scarf. So it's very World War One Ace like yeah. spikes, ex- except that like in the middle of the forehead, there's just like a six inch long giant spike that yeah. has like unicorn like, just helmet. One. In, uh, just, just the one. And the white it's scarf is dipped in blood, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh Riliana says, uh, we're not doing a bit. There's just a dick sporting goods. <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, like as you're driving, you feel something on top of your head and you look up and Hopper has made his left arm into knife tentacles and then they're all poking up from the top of your head uh, like a mohawk like a mohawk nice that is awesome <laughs> the, this is gonna do just fine till we get something a uh, more permanent solution i think i can honestly say this is one of the coolest things that i have ever done <laughs> uh, yeah i mean that's re- top five easy it's a good thing you don't have to check your blind spot. <laughs> no, and he, turn he, your head. he hauls down on the big like trucker horn thing. And what's the tune it plays? Mm. <laughs> oh, the Inception theme. <laughs> Man, I was really hoping for like Camptown Ladies. Yeah, I was. I was leaning toward uh, WAP. Mm-hmm. No, it is WAP, but <laughs> they had to all- alter it for this um, biome because it didn't make any sense. So right. now it's. DAP Dust. dry ass plateau. <laughs> I was thinking uh, wet ass plankton because they eat all of the. Nice. Mm. Yeah, but the dash is between ass and plankton. Exactly. Uh, while we're wet ass plankton and along, and noticing that uh, Big Nikki has been somewhat resistant to recognizing some similarities, Hildy's gonna be like, um, uh, Big Nikki? What? Do not worry about uh, my question before. We can talk about that later. But I was curious. I haven't spent as much time with you as our Mr. Mackey. How did you come to be in the flooded palace? I was blessed. Oh, what do you mean by blessed? I was blessed to go from dry to wet, as we all should be. I was given a gift, and I appreciate it every day. 
Yes, when you say drive to vet, that is a very interesting idiom. What you just say to me? I said that that was a very interesting idiom. I am a studier of all human behavior, and um, I have not encountered Vaporianism before. Perhaps you would be interested in telling me more about your very important religious beliefs. Well, it's very simple, you see. We're all born fairy and blessed of scale. We all evolve in time as we should. You got to catch them all, and in that, you should be a mermaid of men. I think we went over this. Oh, you weren't in the kitchen with I us. wasn't there. See that? Damn it. Now I'm doing that thing. You are correct. I was not there. Mr. Mackey, I'm sure, is very familiar with the tenets of Vaporeanism. And even though he is, I understand, a believer in the great space clam. I just made it up. It's not really a thing. <laughs> so did everyone with every religion ever. Fair enough. I guess even though he is a great devotee of the made-up space clam, I'm sure he was interested to learn more. I have seen him be quite adaptable himself. Uh, perhaps he would be worth converting. Well, that's absolutely the goal. You see, when I was given the gift of uh, being elevated above the clouds to the moisture that gives all life, I met a man who taught me about how things should be. Nikki digs around in the robes. What's his name, What's Ash? <laughs> I couldn't remember the professor's name. Oak. <laughs> or perhaps Professor Oak. I don't know where you get all that from. It was Jim. So sued. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Nikki pulls out this this tiny little three inch figure. And uh it's a blue figure. It looks like it has a, a little collar on it. We won't get more specific uh, <laughs> than that. And I was given the gift of the words of the great Madian Sheena. Madian Sheena told us all. How uh, how water's a blessing, how we should be like water. And all I want to do is just be blessed by the liquids. That is very interesting. I have not encountered a religion like yours. Are there many practitioners of Vaporianism in the flooded temple? Never enough. Mm. Never enough. And I'm always looking for an opportunity to teach everyone how to, how to flow and be one with the water, the life-given water. Hey, Mackie, look over there, a shining city. <laughs> it's a mirage. <laughs> hey, Anton, this is what we call uh, us uh, old desert types who've been around a minute. We call that a mirage. Mm. You'll think it's one thing, but it's a totally different thing. Both of them try to kill you, though. The thing it is and the thing you think it is. <laughs> Keep an eye on me. I might start looking like a ham sandwich. <laughs> that is Giant entirely turkey possible. Leg. <laughs> Up ahead, uh, give me a notice check, Mackie. Okay. Don't fucking tell me what to do, man. Okay. He, he, that's literally <laughs> yeah, what he's no. here for. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that is going to be... I got six. Okay. Oh. Oh, no, I got seven. I have two in notice. Do? Oh, shit. Seven? I got seven, motherfucker. <laughs> well, you beat the adventure. <laughs> I am going to the championships. Did you win Stars Without Number? And oh. it was advanced. Are you winning? <laughs> no, it was revised. <laughs> and it was revised. <laughs> guys, yeah. guys, we're going to state. We're going to regionals. <laughs> All right. So Up ahead, yeah. poking from the, uh, from the mist are what look like posts that are just kind of jutting up out of the ground, arranged in kind of a, like, a rough, circular shape. Yeah, they're straight ahead. Basically, you're, you're uh, going to run them over if you don't turn. Mackie turns, slows down a bit, 
blows the horn in a way that he assumes everyone knows means battle stations <laughs> and kind of gives these things a wide berth. Okay. Um, I would like to climb to the crow's nest. Okay. So you're continuing on though, right? You're p- bypassing it? We're doing a slow roll by it, but we're okay. giving it a wide berth. Cool. Yeah. Question about the posts. Mm-hmm. How tall are they? Well, they are sticking up about three feet out of the fog. And what do they seem to be made of? Like, are they wooden? Are they metal? Are they stone? They look like some kind of wood analog, but there's no local source of lumber. So, Gotcha. How uh, widely spaced are they? Like, does it look like they're fence posts? Or? It could be fence posts, yeah. You, you did say arranged in a circle, right? A rough circle, yeah. A rough circle. Okay. It's not Stonehenge, but it's uh, put here for a reason, it looks like. So um, he's going to feel the change and sort of like hands and knees crawl over and peek over the battlements mm-hmm. to see what's going on. Peek out. Okay. Go ahead and uh, Nikki and Anton, give me notice checks. Anton, since you're up in the crow's nest, you get a plus one. Cool beans. It's two sixes, yeah? Yep, yep. That is a ten. Yep. And a seven. Anton, you see a uh, what looks like a long-haired human, uh, kind of like wavy gray hair kind of peek up out of the surface of the fog mm. and get wide-eyed and immediately drip back down just uh, into the murk. How Did this person look like person-sized or like very large? Uh, he looked person-sized. Okay. I'll let everyone know and I think that Hildegard's idea of a drone is a great yeah, idea that's because what I was gonna... these posts could be surrounding a hole since there's fog and it could be the like entrance to something could be could be anything, really. by, you know, this yes. ground cover. Yes, Mr. Anton, I shall send this drone. And yeah, I'm going to get that sucker in the air. Mackie's just going to adopt a slow roll in a circle around these posts. Okay. As you circled posts, you realize that there are, at the top of each post, there's like a um, some kind of metal ring okay. uh, with a chain attached. Okay. Um, and it looks like the chain can be hung between posts, but they currently are not, so they're just kind of hanging slack. Okay. Anton, did you see was the person that poked their head up wearing breathing apparatus? That is a stand question whether or not I'm aware of that. You got a 10, right? I did. He was not wearing an apparatus. So we can infer that either this person is immune to whatever toxicity exists in this fog, or there's some sort of shenanigans afoot. Or they, they have just excellent lung capacity. Or it was just the top half of a person and the bottom half is a giant sneaking monster that goes down <laughs> into the hole. We don't know yet. I'm going to send that drone to okay. go check out close to. Okay. Ooh. Also, I have like crazy thermal vision radio wave laser eyes now. That's true. Can my eyes cut through the fog? Would I notice like a cool spot if it was like a well, yeah. you know, like it's some kind of hole? Very important to me to ask this. Anton! What do your tech eyes see? What do your cyberpunk eyes see? <laughs> what do your punk eyes see? <laughs> what do your punk eyes see? <laughs> yeah, so while Hildy is getting her drone up in the air, Anton's just like, oh, wait, I can just turn my eyes on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can see a human shape mm. laid out on the ground. Uh, it doesn't look like there's a, a, a decline. Mm. You can see the uh, heat emanating off of it. Mm. But all around it are, they're just like weird piles of um, what looks like old meat. I am going to call out to this thing while also being more quietly to everyone on the thing. Be like, whatever 
this dude is, I mean, he's in some sort of enclosure. There's lots of piles of meat. And it seems like some sort of, like, monster thing that people sacrifice people to and have it chained up. That seems real fucking sketchy. So, you know, be ready with all the, the bang bangs. Nikki, do you know how to make a shepherd's pie? <laughs> you wouldn't ask a river if it knew how to flow. <laughs> you, there's an excellent point. Ask him if he's got any meat. Let's I, uh, buy some meat from this guy. I'm gonna just call out and be like, Hey, buddy! I can see you! Can you talk? His head slowly rises up out of the fog, and it is uh, kind of comical looking. <laughs> he looks at you skeptically, and uh, then he dips back under the fog for a second, and then he stands up, mm-hmm. and he kind of like straightens his uh, sackcloth vest. <laughs> Pulls up his pants. Like, pulls up or hitches up? Pulls up. Like they were around his neck. Like he was, he was at home, so he had to... <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. There's a difference between hitching your britches yeah. and... <laughs> He's like, no solicitors! <laughs> Come back with a warrant! <laughs> <laughs> he puts on a uh, casual kind of stride and comes walking straight up to the uh, vehicle. You're still circling, though, right? But slow enough that he can match our speed if he wanted to. Hopper uh, withdraws his knife fingers. (laughs) I just thought of the perfect way to look like a post-apocalyptic survivor. And he closes the helmet on your vac suit so that it is atmosphere (laughs) tight. (laughs) Fair enough. Now, would this be a familiar character that even not admitting surface time... Would Nikki know of like what kind of living is happening right now? Well... Not this specific person, but there are weird as fuck hermits. So just good old fashioned, just hermits. Yeah. So the, as this person is coming up out of this situation, I want to send the drone in a way that's like circles around and is kind of stealthily trying to go behind him and down into the hole. So I'm trying to get the drone to go in a yeah. way that he doesn't or they don't notice it. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, let's call that a. Um so there is a stealth check. Yeah. That would be probably the right one here. I am not proficient in stealth. I think the deal with drones is that you can always either make the relevant check or use your program skill, right? Oh, well, in that case, I will always use my program skill. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I'm going to say, I guess, program wisdom. I'm going to say maybe it's the wisdom of like... Sounds good. Figuring out the right directions. Mm -hmm. So we're going to add a total of three to the die roll. All right, 10 on the die, plus 3 for a total of 13. Nice. And I'm back. Your drone is a ninja. I'm going to skip back. Sure, sure, sure. Right now, you're circling around. The guy comes walking up, and uh, he looks a little bit like, what's his name, that actor that played Merle in The Walking Dead? Yondo? Yeah, that guy. You know who, like, for some reason sprung to mind is, like, weird, like, apocalypse planet hermit guy? Andy Mm. Dick. I was going to say Ricky Gervais. Oh! (laughs) He's just this, like, sort of... Pompous. He's the last survivor like, of a libertarian colony. Oh, Michael yeah. Rooker. That's Michael, Michael Rooker. 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 Looks right. like Michael Rooker in old age makeup with okay. uh, long gray hair and a, uh, a beard. But his mustache and the hair around his mouth is this bleached yellow color. Mm. And his lips are uh, like chemical burn white. Mm. So like an like old, nicotine. like, yeah, I was thinking like a dude that like chews a lot of tobacco. Or a guy that breathes white. a lot of sulfur dioxide. Yeah. So does he does he speak to us yet? Yeah, he kind of walks up, and uh, he's keeping pace with uh, the driver's side window. Mm-hmm. Imagine and, uh, the way that somebody in a trailer hey park there, would bud. walk up to a cop car. Right. Suspicious. Yeah, yeah. He's got his hands on his hips, and uh, he's trying to play it cool. 
Hey, friend, uh, how you doing down there? Uh, I'm good. I'm just uh, just found some scavenge. All right. What kind of scavenge you got? Not that I'm interested. Uh, find us keepers in my book. I'm real glad to hear you say that. It's uh, some meat. Meat? Some uh, hunters, looks like, uh, butchered something here. Well, that's pretty cool. So what's the deal with these posts and these chains? You got any idea? Yeah, yeah. And he, like, kind of hops over to the posts. Mm-hmm. And uh, he lifts a chain up out of the fog and um, stretches it to hang it from another post. And you can see that there are, like, meat hooks hanging off of the chain. Oh, Like, like a trawling fishing line? Yeah. Uh, Hopper scans this guy. Okay. Is he human? Yes. Okay. We should I probably know. should have had you roll, but yes, he's human. <laughs> I rolled a 12. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> we just happen to have a friend on board that makes a mean shepherd's pie. At this point, Big Nicky... Are you looking to trade? Big Nicky stops peeking and immediately drops down <laughs> as though, like, their dad has taken them to school and has started playing Freebird really loud. <laughs> <laughs> immediately hides. Are they made with real shepherds? <laughs> oh. <Ew. laughs> your, uh, your drone at this point comes around and kind of dips under the fog. Mm-hmm. There is no hole. There's just the posts rising out of the fog, but you get up close enough to examine one of the heaps of uh, discarded waste meat. Yeah. And can do a scan if you like. I would very much like to do a scan of but that. But I'm going to make you roll. All right. That's probably I'm fine. Am I fair. doing that program thing again? Or you want me to do a notice or a no? You tell me. I mean, scans seem like a notice thing. We have been doing the program thing, but like, mm-hmm. I'm cool to notice intelligence. Okay. Cool. So I'm going to add a total of two. Ooh, seven on the die for a total of nine. Okay. So you examine this uh, stuff. It's like trying to identify, if you've ever like been to a deer camp mm-hmm. where they dump the skins. Yeah. It's like trying to identify what kind of animal it was with no evidence, you know? Gotcha. Um, Sweet beets. Yeah, it's a bunch of... Intestines oh, yeah, exactly. and... Gotcha. You do spot a bone mm-hmm. that is... Is it humanoid? It's kind of humanoid. Hominid? It looks like a, it looks like a femur. Okay. But it's it has a, a strange like angle to it. Like It's, it's uh, naturally kind of bent Interesting. in a weird way. When, and when it's you say, also too long. When you say bent in a weird way, are you curved. talking like bowed? Okay. It grew curved. Gotcha. It grew curved. And when you say too long, about how big are we talking? Between 50 and 100% too long. Okay, so... These could be Goonie bones. That's what I was exactly thinking, is consistent with a giant hominid. Interesting. Um, Does that count? I I can't think of the word for it. just going to have Anton be like, Hey, you know, I'm not... We don't want to interrupt your day or anything. Have you seen any of the uh, the Goonie guys heading through here? More to the point, have you seen any of the Goonie guys holding a shit ton of gasoline coming through here? Mmm... No. No? No, I avoid Goonies. I mean... They give me the creeps. <laughs> <laughs> What's an insight in this? Like a... What, yeah, we think we're running out of the kind of notice Yeah, notice charisma. Notice to see if he looks like nervous or something. Like he says he's a scavenger, which is completely plausible, but since I know there's Goonie... What I'm guessing are Goonie bones in that thing, I guess I... Yeah, I want to do a... Notice wisdom as an insight sure. check. Go for it. Is there anything canonically about whether uh, humanoids are cannibal? Have you guys encountered that yet? That's a, not in this game. That I mean, is an individual moral choice. <laughs> it's a foundational uh, attribute of everywhere that there was a brief orgy of cannibalism and violence. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is canon that that happened. 
Um, cannibalism. Oh. Oh, no. I <laughs> probably just take this dude at face value. I got a four on the die, and I'm thinking, I said, what, notice and wisdom? Plus two, so only a total of six. Okay. Maybe uh, Hildy could ask this guy if he knows how to stay away from the Goonies. I like that idea. Mr. Scavenger person. Uh, hang on, let me get a name. It's Dennis. <laughs> Y'all can call me Philip. I'm 38. It's Dennis, but you can call me Philip. Exactly. I can't just call you man, can I? <laughs> call me Dennis. While you're checking, Big Nicky is just rolling around this tiny plastic figure, rubbing it. <laughs> Aww. So I want to, like, scan yonder horizon with my thermal eyes to see if there's not more weird fog cannibals coming at us. Okay, you're doing that. But meanwhile... Yes, uh, um, Mr. Scavenger person? Velescus. Velescus? Uh, it's Latin. Yes, I am well aware. That's fascinating that you are. Is there a way that you use to um, avoid Zagunis? The giant people? Well, it depends on the Goonie, I guess. What do you mean? They're not usually very perceptive. That's fair. Uh, we have been unable so far to understand exactly the nature of these Goonies. They are just like yeah. us, but much larger? Um, well, every one of them's different. Oh. They're, um, just weird. What do you mean by weird? Well, uh... <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. Very, very weird. They're all crazy different. Oh, uh, yeah. yes. I want Nikki to hype up and be like, Miss Hilly, don't ask too many questions. You don't, <laughs> you don't want to know. Are you doing a Hills Have Eyes? They don't not I, have eyes. <laughs> I never watched that movie, so maybe. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Hildy kind of like scrunches her face up a little at this dude. Ah, yes. I can tell the Goonies are the ones who are not particularly perceptive. Um, hey, what about the what? Silver City? You ever been there? Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen it. It's um, silver and it's a city. Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's in the name. Where is it? Let's what say... are the weaknesses of its defenses? How many populate it? What armaments does it possess? <laughs> all right, slow down. All right, I get your point. I think it used to be one of the uh, one of the stations. Oh, uh, that crashed or landed or something. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, out there by those mountains that you can see there on the horizon. Is it still producing Volta? No. Oh. No, it's... That, it's, that's uh, unfortunate. It's derelict. But the Goonies, they um, they kind of congregate there. They come from uh, somewhere out in the desert, I don't know, somewhere out this way, and he kind of gestures off in a direction that doesn't matter to us. <laughs> so I'm not going to name it. But <laughs> but what if we want to go in that direction? Then you can go. You can say, I <laughs> no, want to go I'm in joking, that direction. I'm joking. <laughs> they all kind of come from that general direction and they head to the uh, Silver City and sometimes Goonies come out to meet them. Sometimes there's uh, gangs of them that just gather strays out of the desert and take them home. Stray Goonies? Yeah. At this point Anton's gonna look at this feller and go, hey boss man, you know I thought that uh, you were gonna be a lot weirder and I was kind of uh, sketched out by the situation but um, he tosses him a uh, Nolan Ryan P. Jr.'s famous burrito and a bottle nice. of water, and it's like, man, you know, we really appreciate it. If there's anything else that you could do to, you know, just keep us aware of what to expect, I mean, we don't really want to go fucking deal with these goonies, but I mean, it's better to go in knowing what's up, you know? Yeah, he catches the burrito and he sniffs it, and um, he's like, I will die for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Yeah. He looks like a dog that just uh, stole a treat. <laughs> and he's immediately like tearing into it. 
He's like, man, I, oh, God. So this is supposed to be food. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That is a burrito. <laughs> burrito. It means Screaming small donkey. <laughs> and don't let that fool you. I know it means little ass, but I mean, don't eat too many. <laughs> That's not what happened. It does not make your ass little, no. Now that we have bribed him with a Nolan Ryan P. Jr. limited edition fucking burrito. Yeah. And he loves us and would die for us. Yes. <laughs> Is there anything else he tells us? He asks if you really wanted to buy some meat. Hey, Big Nicky, you want any meat? Uh... Uh, and all you hear is... <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to pass this time, but... Uh, it's, uh... I have a special today. <laughs> it's, Just uh, scarf. All, all the meat you can carry for one bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> not that kind, y'all. Not like oh. this. Not like this. Yes. Please not like this. And oh, no. I think that sounds like an excellent deal. Uh, gentlemen, it is always important to try the fare of the native peoples. I don't want to try the native peoples. No, Katie, Katie. No, no, no. The fair no, of Katie, the native Katie. people. No, no, no. Yeah, these, like are, these are definitely... Like have you seen any fauna oh, at no. all? Oh, I can 100% guarantee that the meat that he is offering probably has something to do with a bone that looks to be from a goonie. Yeah, I'm uh, good. We don't need his meat. And good Nicky pulls out from an insulated pouch just like a pound of ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that dirty, dirty surface meat. Can we just go? She has please? a refrigerated fanny pack. <laughs> oh my God. That's my meat pouch. That's amazing. Uh, I, uh, the, the robes. There's so much happening in here. I, hey, my, I just rolled a, uh, a 10 heel check to scan the meat. Mm-hmm. Was it formerly humanoid? It is uh, in a straight up gross um, <laughs> state of decay. Medically but, gross. Uh, yeah, that's your medical opinion. <laughs> it definitely is not human. In all, all of the name of what is served safe, you will not bring this on that war wagon. <laughs> Hey, Mr. V, we appreciate your help. Hey, somebody get V, uh, get V some water, all right? Uh, get, get, get my man some water. Uh, Hopper squirts him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, just dribbles to uh, the ground. There you go. Hey, hey listen, uh, we appreciate your help. Uh, we're probably gonna roll out. If you've ever wanted to like potentially fight a goonie, I mean, you can come with us because that's probably what we're gonna wind up doing. Are you guys heading to the Silver City? It's a fact, Jack. All right. He um looks over Deathwag for cutie, mm-hmm. then says, "Well, good luck." <laughs> All right, you have a good one, Mister V. And as we pull off, if the drone is capable of this, it's not very large, so I know it can't carry a lot. But I do want it to try and like tear off a piece of that meat. And Hilly's gonna basically bring that back to Hopper for further study. So I know yeah. he got a I. Hildy just kind of assumes, given Hopper's general hopperness, that he's, you know, doing some scans and maybe she doesn't know everything, but it doesn't have sample the, like, collection, man. I mean if it had like the medical it like, has, thing on it, but So what it has got one of those T-Rex available to claw it. <laughs> well what it has available to that was where my question was, because I've you never should hang off yeah, claw out of one of those like claw games. Oh, uh, for real. So that you can never collect anything. So <laughs> it has like a little taser thing. Mm-hmm. It has an observation suite and station keeping. So maybe it doesn't have anything that could do it with. But I was hoping that there would be some way to, like, even if she's just steering it, to tear off a piece on, like, a sharp part. Just tase the meat into compliance. If you land on it and then lift back off, it'll probably have a blood sample. Yeah. I, I mean, given that she's working with something she got from a, a bunch mm-hmm. of security guards, like, 
it's not going to be perfect, but I, yeah. I want to collect whatever sample I'm capable of collecting and mm -hmm. bring that back to Hopper. Okay. So if you want me to roll to see how good I am at doing that, even um, if it's like a pilot check or something like that. I don't think that's necessary. I mean, I think if you're literally just going to touch the drone to some blood. And yeah, I mean, like, my yeah. idea is presumably there's some kind of pokey part of the drone. Okay, well, in that case, yeah, give me a And, like, check. basically ram it in and hope that, like, some shreds of meat okay. stick to the pokey part. <laughs> that like sounds a biopsy? Reasonable. Taser prong. Yeah, like a, yeah. yeah. You use taser, your taser prong. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what do you want me to roll? I think pilot sounds reasonable. Okay, Let's cool. Call it a pilot dex. Cool. So that's going to be a total of negative one on whatever the dice roll. Double planets, nice. which are sixes on my dice, so a total of 11. Okay. So you drive it into the uh, heap of meat and stuff. <laughs> meat the meat stuff. and bits. <laughs> I think in this context. And you, even, you get some of the gravy. I mean, it's great. Yeah. In this uh, context, it's pronounced meat. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, you are right. <laughs> it's made out of chuck wagon. <laughs> they make you visibly shudders. Yeah. <laughs> This uh, It's a cut of meat known as a donner. <laughs> Fair enough. When the drone returns, yes. stuck to its pointy bit. A little bit of intestine, maybe? <laughs> I think that's a technical term. Uh, looks like a uh, some skin off of a roughly human-looking face. Oh, So you got about like nice. the lip and part of a cheek. Awesome. Mmm, cheek soup. Yeah, no, straight to Hopper. Yeah. With the sample right here. Ew, gross. You have, uh, like he's gonna, you've like, just received a gift. Continue to skitter around, avoiding <laughs> as far as possible like a kitty cat trying to be getting... Oh my gosh. Trying to be given medicine. I have a new vision of Big Nicky, and it is the chicken who is the lady's maid to Maid Marian in With the Disney version of... Robin Hood. <laughs> a little bit of a cross You know, she's like running chuck. around flapping with <laughs> a big... Yes, anyway. I'm, that's now how I picture Big Nicky established a fluid character <laughs> something between that and Oliver Platt <gasps> yeah. I like yeah. that um, as yes, that chicken yeah. Oliver Platt as that chicken my Big Nicky in my mind is Andre the Giant okay but uh, just like smooth like no hairy like mutton chops just mm -hmm. smooth Andre the Giant with good southern diction wouldn't call it good but definitely southern <laughs> Imp impeccable say, southern but, diction I thought you were going to say but definitely diction <laughs> so my question is I just gave Hopper that little bit of flesh yeah you going to save that Hopper in your collection of flesh bits or because um, I assume you have one or you know take a closer look at it now while we're Hitting the road. I mean, if we're just cruising through the desert, Hopper has nothing better to do than well, what, what's our frolic with well, one hand cheek. is a mohawk. So what's our like travel time at this time? Mm. Man, I don't know. <laughs> also, it's cheek abstract. meat's the best meat if we're talking about pork. Hey, look over there, Silver City. It's it's human chiale. No, oh, no, <laughs> Gunchiale. Guancale. This is the uh, challenging part of being a GM. Is uh. Not letting you get where you're trying to go, <laughs> and instead making the travel feel like it's travel. So bear with me. <laughs> also, right. not letting uh, so we should have just too much fun. Yeah, yeah. We should just sit in interminable silence for an hour. Yeah. Well, they call me the fun police because this is, uh, this is excellent radio. Yeah. Well, I will say that. Like, <laughs> so, do you guys want to play the license plate game or what? <laughs> <laughs> Big Nicky is absolutely like not just relaxed anymore, but kind of curled up. Definitely like munching offering like 
everyone a mm. bite like two or three times. Are you sure? Definitely stress eating. Um, Every time you offer Hopper a bite of something, he chews it up and then lets it dribble out of his mouth. <laughs> and it makes me giggle every time. Like, he's just like... <laughs> Are you like, feeding the robot again? Like, you know the robot where you give it a penny and it, like, dumps it into his mouth? Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. that level of joy. Or, like, feeding a Furby. Give nice. Hopper a penny. <laughs> so, in a fit of inspiration, Big Nicky goes rummaging through and finds a coin <laughs> and holds it out to Hopper. Hopper uh, picks it up and flings it into the desert. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then opens his mouth, and the penny's in there. <laughs> it is magic. Oh my god! I love magic. There's a uh, there's a banging on the uh, the hatch behind you, Mackie. Hey, come in! All right, it's uh, Squoidle. Hey, Squoidle, I didn't know you was on this little uh, caper. How you doing, bud? Yeah, yeah. Man, this is fun, right? I'm having a blast personally. Man, this must have been what it was like back in the day. Just like colonizing planets, just hang gliding into like real life experiential hells of actual people and just like having fun. <laughs> you know, my concept of back in the day is a little skewed. Oh, I don't yeah. have a back in the day that really relates to anybody else, but you could talk to Anton about that. He, uh, I think he's killed a bunch of people. He has colonized seven planets. <laughs> yes. Is that what he calls it? That is what he calls it on occasion. Uh, I did dessert, <laughs> just for the record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, about the time the paternity test came in. Like, Space Maury's been after you for decades. <laughs> <laughs> you keep getting uh, that message. the armed that forces. No. The, the corporate armed forces. <laughs> he had a crisis of conscience, and we turned it into a loose joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just got shot one too many times is really the kicker, you know. Mm. Well, that's when your conscience really kicks in. When you're dying. <laughs> yeah, if you're Protestant. Yeah. <laughs> So as you guys are heading towards the mountains, you can see off to the left, up in the sky, one of the other aerostat stations. Which one of the stations? You could uh, make an attempt to tell what... Um, well, actually, no, I'm sorry. Big Nicky knows the stations by, by sight. It is the one called The Womb, which is kind of just a, a weird church, I guess. <laughs> okay. So like a stained glass in the sky? No, all the aerostat stations look more or less the same. Like, there are cosmetic changes that have happened over the centuries, but structurally they're identical. But, like, Um, does the underside have different markings? The underside has... I'm going to say that you have never gotten a super close look at it, but looking at it now, you can see what look like a ring of, like, three billboard-like structures with some kind of... uh, image or text on them like the led um, scrolling lights in like yeah. a cell phone store exactly big nicky's gonna look up and see it passed over and go oh, that place creeps me out y'all uh, it would be a comforting name if it were run by a woman but the fact that it is a man makes it creepy and unsettling hey no fun to talk to he's real weird about everything i um have a creepy theory that's it's called the womb because this weird man is making some sort of deranged genetic experiments, which are the Goonies, and he's sending them down to the surface. Ooh, that gave me shivers. What's wrong with making deranged genetic experiments? Nothing, but if, as long <laughs> as you don't call your ship the womb. He just pats my Fair tummy enough. every time I talk to him. I don't like <laughs> it. Ooh, oh, really? well, that is truly monstrous. That's an invasion of personal space. 
He's the kind of man that you're having a conversation with and he puts his hand on your knee and it's like, you don't want to make a scene because it doesn't like seem like it's a, you know, sexual gesture, but at the same time, it's kind of weird and it's Real like, gross. not, not that, but it's not that. And, it's you know. about two centimeters higher than any other casual conversationalist has placed their hand on your knee. I mean, I imagine that no conversationalist should ever put their hand on my knee unless we're... I'm sorry, know. I will remove my hand from your <laughs> knee. I mean, we're friends. It's fine. The <laughs> knees are off limits. Can we agree? Can we agree? Squiggle. Knees off limits. Brilliana. Knees. I think it was the poet who said, the knees are the gateway to the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not no, familiar with that poet. <laughs> the knees are the gateway to the hole. It was right there. <laughs> it rhymed in everything. That is empirically incorrect. And the knees are the elbows of the leg. <laughs> <laughs> it was also gender neutral if you let it happen. <laughs> Vin Diesel's uh, quote was, uh, the knees are the gateways to the family. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're in the womb, you are family. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's what they said. Yeah, when you're in the womb, you're family. <laughs> uh, it's just like the olive cream. <laughs> Can you opt to not be family? <laughs> Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not going there. They not don't believe in choice on that one. So uh, while everyone is, is uh, riffing on the uh, creepiness <laughs> of the womb, I'm going to send my drone up. Okay. Take a look up there. Okay. It has a two-kilometer range, so hopefully it's not farther than two kilometers up there. Wait, did uh, sure. Hopper evaluate what was going on, or did he hold it? Oh, the, oh I just gave the him fa- the, the face meat. Just cheek. holding on to it for He's later. sniffing it? I'm batting it up in the air like a kitten. <laughs> like the sniffing uh, is occasionally like, Is that science? It's occasionally chewing on it yeah. just a little bit. Misses it once in a while just for funsies. I hide it in a shoe and then fish it out with my hand. Oh my gosh. I don't, um, Mackie's going to find it in, like on him when he wakes up. Hopper, Hopper doesn't realize that Grace likes chili cheese so much that she started to implant <laughs> chili cheese's personality. <laughs> Is there a like gut feeling check? Just what you have with you. I think it's just notice wisdom. Okay. I was just gonna have Anton think real hard about how bad it would be if he just started shooting at that thing. Uh, the womb. Yeah. You know that the uh, aerostat stations are sufficiently armed to deter Surface. ships from space coming down and like conquering them. But in yeah. a fun way, where if but you like shoot at it, always, and it goes like pew pew yeah. pew. They're not always successful though, because not all the stations are ruled by the descendants of the original inhabitants. Like since they have been, they have changed hands. She like looks at it real hard and goes. Mm-hmm. So say, in, if Anton shoots at it, Big Nicky's going to support with a bunch of uh, yeast rolls. Yes, <laughs> Jesus! All the jokes about Anton shooting at the womb with some yeast rolls. I just I didn't mean it. Oh man, y'all are. Really reaching for the vagina. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> way past the knee. <laughs> yeah. So, in order to get to, uh, you'll have to have Mackie change his course to bring you within two kilometers of the station. Oh, okay, so we're like seeing it <laughs> off in the distance. We're not like yeah, going yeah, directly like it, under. It's, uh, yeah, it crested the horizon. Okay. And it, it's kind of off to the side. It's not completely out of your way, but you would take a different path if you want to come with After them. circling, yeah. come out of that roundabout and mm-hmm. head I mean, for it. As interested as I am in knowing more about it, I don't think it's pressing enough to, like, get in the way of us trying to get some dehydrated people water. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know you created this thing for us to see, but I'm going to let it pass so we can get to some giant killing. I'm going to let you behind the curtain for a moment. I wrote down The Womb and Father Landry Myers. And, uh... <laughs> 
Is there a radio also, or anything? I gave it. I mean, I've thought about it a little bit, but is there a radio in the death wagon where we can like pick sure. up some some tunes? Yeah, some radio signals from yeah, the woman that passes over. There's a over? CB radio, but there's some clown that just won't shut up. Oh my god! <laughs> I imagine that. What Why'd you, you look at me <laughs> on the radio here? It is a combo of like Mad Max, Prosperity Gospel, and End Times. And the Borderlands 2 soundtrack. Yes. And I forgot you guys actually can't use the CB radio because Mackie won't turn down the Commodore's greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am enjoying my jams. <laughs> Hopper is uh, playing on the chrome skeleton pipe organ the 8-bit Nintendo rendering of the Top Gun theme. Nice. <laughs> so it's just like nine notes repeated over and over and over again. <laughs> and clapping along. <laughs> hey, I love it. I mean, I would run from that. If Death Wag for Cutie <laughs> appeared over the horizon in a plume of glowing vapor with the 8-bit Top Gun theme, I'd be like... With black smoke coming out of each appropriate pipe. Oh, yeah. Exactly. No, oh, I'd be yeah. like, Little game flames. over. Game Little over, flames. man. And there is a skull with horns on it that is also horny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at it. Leering. Yeah, it's giving you a look. That's how you can tell. Nice. So you ignore for the time being the womb, <laughs> even though it's not called the clitoris. <laughs> we can't find that one. Yeah. You haven't seen that one yet. I'm saying stop making jokes. I got a joke. I'm sorry. I forget that this is a serious hard sci-fi podcast. I, I think I forgot that in episode one and it never came back to me. So you guys are approaching these mountains now. Yes. Uh, that's for you, Cullen. Um, <laughs> hey, look, the Silver City. <laughs> Can we acknowledge how weird it is that Cullen is cracking the whip? <laughs> you guys are approaching these mountains and they are geologically interesting because <laughs> sorry i thought you were just gonna leave it there it's like look they're neat whatever they're, they're called the nido mountains <laughs> that's canon it's an ink now yeah. go ahead and write that down don't let me forget so um the mountains are maybe one of you knows the term i forget they're the kind that are formed when a tectonic plate goes under another one so it's not like volcanism it's, yeah so uh nido <laughs> yeah, subduction so is a name for the movement, but it's not the name for the mountains. Right. So like the Rockies. Um but there is relatively little sign of erosion, which suggests mm. that this was like a rapid probably in the last century, some kind of like violent tectonic activity created this ridge. And uh past that ridge, like you can kind of go around to the right or left of this one high point, mm-hmm. which kind of emerges out of the uh fog, obviously. And the Silver City is supposed to be on the other side, kind of in a valley between mountains. Okay. That's what you're coming up on. I mean, unless we want to go take some rock samples, I'm into just, uh, you know, going through them mountains. Hey, you guys. It's the Goonies. Nice. Does the uh, fog lay on the floor, or does it make its way up the mountain? No, it stays down. So you can see kind of the... uh, Is there a visual change up higher elevations? Very little. So the mountains definitely aren't high enough to crest like a frost line. It's a pretty like sandy... Just giant dunes. Yeah, pretty much. Even though I said we could just keep going on, I do actually want to send the drone ahead to wherever we're planning to go, just in case there's some sort of ambush situation. Okay. As we go through one of these little passes. Is there a clear pass that we're heading for, or...? Uh, yeah, the closest pass is to stay to the left of the ridge and uh, circle around it. Yeah, similarly, 
Why get cool thermal eyes if you're not using them constantly to watch for ambushes? Yeah. So it's like you're coming up on a big ramp, essentially. Like, on the far side, it's going to be pretty much a street drop. So. I mean, the only safe patch is to a, uh, a mountain range. Like, that's always, like, a really safe bet. Yeah, right. it's just a ramp off the and top. Especially oh, yeah. in a battle situation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, people just well, leave those suckers wide open. Get that's, some sick yeah, air. It's like, it's right like a wide there. agreement that no one will yeah, it's like cut a water it off hole. or control it. Really hope we don't have to go down under the mountain pass and abandon our pony bill. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm going to send that sucker up ahead of us and check Mm -hmm. out any nooks and crannies that we're likely to go by. Okay. And real quick, to satisfy Katrina's dumbass questions, (laughs) it took you about like two and a half hours to get here. So It's like Nashville. Yeah, it is like it's it's exactly in all ways like Nashville. I hate it. Let's go home. Silver City. I'm turning around. Bachelorette parties everywhere. From the past, a giant brown dick full on wheels full of bachelorettes rolls out, all singing along to Tanya Tucker, mm-hmm. and they're all pedaling. The they're dick, all pedaling. Right? Of course, they're fucking pedaling. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uncouth. A petty dick. If we have any listeners in Nashville, first of all, fuck you. We're not sorry. We're not yeah. sorry. Yeah. We're what? from Memphis. Listen, listen, listen. The Portugal rivalry was a joke. (laughs) We love Portugal, but fuck you, Nashville. (laughs) So we pull up to Silver City. Yes. The pass is (laughs) unprotected. Like all the sex in Nashville. Damn it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I mean, fair is fair. We're not great at that around here either. (laughs) Yeah, but we do it from the heart. Okay, fair. Hey, speak for yourself. The sex is better in Memphis, but it's just as unprotected. So... Drone. Yes. What does the drone see? You are sending it up ahead, and you're coming around the left side of this ridge. Are you trying to, like, watch the space that you're going to drive through? Are you trying to go up on the mountain to see if there's... So what I want it to do is I want it to fly at height, but still within its visual Mm -hmm. acuity, directly over the path we're going to see. Okay. I am looking for, like, a general overview of the area just to see if there's any regular old pitfalls, even just like a, hey, there's a hole there that's natural, so I can give Mackie a heads up for uh, steering. But really what I'm super looking for is I am looking for anything that looks like a little cranny that someone might be sitting Mm -hmm. in to watch somebody come by. Gotcha. Okay, give me a notice check. Okay. Notice wisdom or notice intelligence? Notice intelligence. Can I assist with my elf eyes? Sure. Okay. So I'm going to add two. I got a four plus two, which is a minimum success of six. You get my assistance. So seven total. I'm a little loath to use my reroll because I don't. I'm a little concerned about. Yeah. Okay. So the drone goes up. You're kind of scanning the area and you can see past the ridge once it reaches a certain altitude that there's basically this there's kind of a dip in between these two high ridges so there's like a valley between the two of them exactly yeah so it's kind of like entering the uh, thunderdome yeah entering. it's like entering a canyon from one of the ends basically okay gotcha gotcha but it's not it doesn't descend that much so it's not like you're gonna go under the uh gas gotcha um, okay and past the first ridge Laying against the second is the formerly disc-like shape of one of the aerostat stations. Ah, okay, so the valley we'd be entering is a large valley. Yeah, several kilometers across. Gotcha. It looks like this station, it shows some signs of uh, damage that maybe forced it down. Okay. But it looks like, like it's split in half at one point and like tilted forward. 
So it's kind of like the strain on it, the stresses on the structure from sitting there for so long, uh, ultimately led to it bending and breaking. And gotcha. uh, so there's tons of like gaps. There's no shortage of ways into the thing, basically, is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, but also, you notice that there are some vehicles around it. They look to be largely abandoned. A lot of them are caked with that microbial film to the point that you like can't see through the windows and stuff. Okay. And. Your drone can pick up the echo of some kind of uh, machinery that is operating. It sounds like it doesn't sound smooth like a, uh, like an electric or a nuclear power source. It sounds gotcha. like a mechanical. It sounds like a uh, like a diesel generator. Right? Okay. combustion engine. Kind there of you thing. go. Yeah. Do I see any sign of humanoids? Any kind of actual moving around life creatures? Anything like that? Not yet. Mackie, give me a notice. And I'll pass that along to everybody else. Mackie got a seven, eight, nine, ten. Got a ten. Okay. You hear a uh, a plink of metal on metal, mm-hmm. very close by, loud, like somebody's holding a metal pipe and they like struck a metal surface with it. Okay. <clears throat> Does it resonate in any way? No. Does it really. sound like a bullet hitting the cabin of a death wagon? Sounds exactly like that. Briliana shouts out to Mackie. You need to turn the wagon. A second shot strikes again on the right side. These people are shooting at me. Is this your cute way of telling me the gas tank isn't armored? You really think I'm cute? Yes, you're adorable. <laughs> With the spikes and the... Turn the head. fucking wagon. So, uh, we gonna do that thing where we read the names of people lest they become enraged and take action against us. Oh, yes. wait. It's time for our favorite segment. <laughs> people who can sue us if we don't say their names. <laughs> oh, that was bad. All right, Colin, take the rap breakdown. Uh... Wiki, wiki, what am I doing? <laughs> uh, that's how you do the raps. I'm informed reliably. A rap. All right. So uh, this is going to be awkward no matter what we do. So let's just get through it. The first thing I want to say is I'm not angry. I'm not disappointed either. I'm, I have questions. First, I would like to say that whatever uh, Alias 63 and Woodbeam choose to do to and on each other in the privacy of the main crew access corridor is none of anyone's business. Uh, Yes, you in the back. Joshua Winter raises an excellent point that does somewhat stretch the definitions of privacy, but they did have the chainmail shower curtain, which was provided by Christopher Jackson and held up on either end by Wow OK Cool and Clemens Fiddler. And I think that Artie... You're being a bit of a prude, so just let them do their weird shower curtain public sex act, okay? I got a ship to run. Are we good? Hey, Captain. All right. As you were. Hey, Chris. Um, yes, you know, Given the fact that it's like not unlikely that we're going to die anytime we do anything here, I don't know. I've been feeling a bit nostalgic. I was wondering if maybe you could... Contact some people I feel kind of bad for never saying goodbye to. Please give me a convenient list of six to eight people, and I will open channels of communication to them. Well, do you, do you remember Timtrack? Yes, we replaced him with Permanent Track. Oh, yeah. No, I've, I Yeah, I guess maybe ignore that one. All right, but what about Nathan Tiggis? Because that, that was a wild ride, yeah? You were, yeah? I feel almost certain you are pronouncing that last name incorrectly. Mm. 
I don't know. I think that was actually before I joined the crew. Benjamin Reed? Do you have his number? Maybe? Uh, Benji Reed. It's right here. Oh. Well, I don't know. That seems like too much trouble. What about, uh, what about Matthew Jones? He is a surly and inconsolable bastard. You do not want to talk to him. That's my type. Yeah, go ahead and send a, send a hey. I have poked him. What about Tim? Poke. Okay, that works. Uh, Jillian Rowe. Seems pretty cool. Don't remember. Mmm, a poke seems weak. How about if you text hey with 17 Y's at the end? I was maybe thinking about sending her a picture of the Sultan's Dukok. No, do not do that. <laughs> you should only do that if they ask you to send them one first. Otherwise, you are a real asshole. That's fair. I don't even know why I brought that up. Okay, uh, the last one, uh, Richard Clayton. I feel like we left that one off kind of bad. I have very terrible news to share with you about Richard Clayton. Oh, no. What's going on? He is fine and well. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, I know. Yeah. I guess it's a good thing we got out of that system. You know what? It's a bad idea. Let's just scrap this whole thing. <laughs> Closing comms. All right. Well, fuck. Are you broadcasting? Yes, we were broadcasting that to the entire ship. Oh. I applaud your impulse, Anton. It's a, it's a wonderful thing to make amends, but... um. It's also a wonderful thing to just leave people the fuck alone, you know? <laughs> you know, I like it when people leave me alone, so... Right? Yeah, I mean, this yeah. is the golden rule in action. I should listen to you more often. Yeah, if, okay. Memo to my graduate assistants. Your assignments for the upcoming conference with the Society for the Advancement of Interstellar Linguistics are as follows. Background Nose and Andrew Q. Wrangles the undergraduate volunteers and keeps them away from the buffet until... After the keynote luncheon, this is vital. Only after may they eat the food. Nick and shut up Wesley, please present the progress of the culture on my kitchen counter, the one you have of course been maintaining while I am away, at the extraterrestrial flora swap meet. And finally, uh, Susan, Danik, and Crystal Eggstadt, this is the most vital assignment of all. You are to divert all potential attendees all potential attendees away from Dr. Fina Mench's presentation. I don't care where you send them, just make sure Fina Mench is speaking to an empty room. Other than that, have fun at the conference. Mackie. Uh, what can I do for you, Gracie? If you could, I would use your assistance with some bookkeeping, if you will. Well, I, I don't know how much help I'll be, but... Uh... High sign. Oh, of course, yes. <clears throat> you may proceed. Following the transport of refugees from Apogee Station to Glacier 4, we, for some reason, have the identities and assets of a certain number of people that we have to, let's say, prove that they weren't on the ship. Yeah, okay, I, I think I follow you so far. Peter Morgan, a photojournalist with a very fine FS400 camera. No, never saw that guy. Dr. Nano, as it turns out, not an actual medical doctor. Just a bullshit doctor of anthropology, which doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, I... don't. I, I would remember that, and I certainly don't remember that, so I definitely, <laughs> they would never aboard. Justin Ivancic, who actually died on his own from copious neutron exposure. I didn't actually have anything to do with that one. Still, you know, it looks bad. Yeah, yeah, it looks very bad. What do I do here? Do I say I never saw that guy, or do I say I saw that guy, but he died, but we had nothing to do with it? 
That second one sounds fine. You seem like you're selling it very convincingly. I uh, good. Yeah, I'm uh yes. That poor guy with all them neutrons. I uh could have happened to anybody. Perfect. MDP, I don't really have a lot to do with this one. Well, I think that uh, maybe don't prevaricate. That does not compute. I always prevaricate. Never mind. Oh, wait, maybe don't prevaricate. Okay, yes, that works. Maybe don't prevaricate. Colm Lynch, I think that is one step up the meanness ladder from Colm Meany. (laughs) (laughs) I I would agree. I would agree. Moosenstein. Is he the guy that you disassembled and reassembled, and then he was a ungulate? Yes, I actually spliced him into parts of a moose. Okay, yeah, very good. Um, listen, you know that if anybody asks me about that, who's not you or me, I'm not gonna say anything, right? They are actually still alive, but we have to disavow our connection because they went on to assemble a monster, which is now known as Moosenstein's monster. <laughs> I can see how that would be awkward for us. Yeah, okay, don't worry about it. My lips are sealed. And John McClown. Oh, I like that guy with the juggling and the the honky shoes. Yes, I enjoyed him because he terrified the children. He did have that going for him. We knew how to keep the young ones in line. And for now, our slate is clean. Look, I might accidentally remember some of them. No, you will not. Okay, cool. So I should just go take a nap, right? Yes, that would be for the best. I'm going to go take a nap, and I can assure you that when I wake up, I won't remember any of those people. I assure you that you will not either. All right. Good night, Gracie. (laughs) Say good night, Gracie. I don't know why I did that. Congratulations, Meatbags. You have survived another superlative episode of Astronomica Podcast. Weren't those adventures exciting? Weren't those hijinks hilarious? Of course they were. That is why you keep coming back to us. If you would like to interact with us even more than passively receiving our audio feed, you can go to astronomicapodcast.com, where you will find a perpetual, never-expiring Discord link. And then you get to chat with us in real time, via text and GIFs and memes. If you want to interact with us even more, you can help our bank accounts fill up at patreon.com slash astronomicapodcast. Or you can give us corrections or actually not that much feedback, thinking back on it, at reddit.com slash r slash astronomica podcast. We would also like to highlight an accomplishment of one of the listeners to this podcast, Joel One, who has released a zine, the desert moon of Karth, set in the mothership system. It is really weird and really fun. It is like a blend of Dune and Zardos and the good, the bad, and the ugly. You can find it at joelio1.itch.io. That's joelio1.itch.io. If you can't spell Joel, you probably don't want to play a game that involves a lot of text. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you next Wednesday at astronomicapodcast.com, but we won't see you because you will be listening to us, and it is a one-way broadcast medium. <laughs>